All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Nick's Sports Talk with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, we got a lot of news to talk about. Uh, some smaller pieces uh, we'll start off with, and then I'll dive into um, the NBA and NHL playoff predictions uh, that I have. And we'll go over um, the New York Giants schedule, which was uh, released. So to start things off, we'll dive right in. Um, Albert Pujols signed with the Dodgers in a... A time of need right now for the Dodgers, considering the fact that Corey Seager will be out a few weeks with a fractured hand after being hit by a pitch. So, um, sucks for Seager. The Dodgers are really starting to get going again. Uh, a lot of their players are coming back from injuries and things like that. And to lose a guy like Corey Seager in your lineup is is never really uh, never really good. So, but who knows? Maybe Albert Pujols can return to the player he once was because he has not been very well um, with the Angels, but we'll see uh, what the Dodgers decide to do and how they decide to utilize him now that he's officially signed. Um, moving on, the uh, we'll talk about the first few playoff games that happened in the NHL before uh, continuing in some other news. Uh, the Boston Bruins lost to the uh, Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime, and the Caps go ahead 1-0 uh, in the series. The Islanders beat the Penguins 4-3 in overtime and go in uh, go ahead in the series 1-0. And the Minnesota Wild beat the Golden Knights 1-0 to go 1-0 in the series. The It was uh, interesting because these these are three straight back-to-back-to-back playoff games. Not back-to-back-to-back, but uh, the Bruins played on Saturday and the Islanders um, and Wild played on Sunday. But all three games, like the first three games of the NHL playoffs uh, ended up going into overtime, which was uh, pretty uh, fun to watch. And in my opinion, so far the best game played was last night. The Lightning beat the Panthers, the Florida Panthers, five four to go one zero in the series. And Nikita Kucherov made his first, uh, his season debut with the uh, Lightning this year, and go on goes on to score two goals and assists. Like you know, he just hopped on and started riding a bike, riding the bike again because he was lights out the entire game. And um, it was, in my opinion, this was how playoff hockey should have been should be played. It was chippy. It was you know, um, some fights were breaking out here and there, but it was overall just really fun to watch and see these two teams giving it everything they got in game one to go ahead and uh, try to put their teams uh, respective teams ahead in the series and. Uh, what happened last night to Sam Bennett of the uh, Florida Panthers received a one-game suspension for boarding on Blake Coleman. He had a forceful hit on him uh, that during the game they gave a two-minute penalty for charging. And the player safety decided to suspend him for one game. And We all know how I feel about the NHL player safety after what they did for Tom Wilson, which is why you will hear me uh, talk about how much I do not like the Washington Capitals. Uh later in this uh, segment and the uh, then transition now uh, we have a little bit of, so- of soccer news and then we're going to go get right back into the NHL and a few NFL stories and um, Harry Kane has said that he wants to leave Tottenham and uh, I think he'll either be signed by Man U, Manchester City or maybe even Barcelona or Real Madrid and a little bit of a, a dark horse team in here is um, Bayern Munich because uh, Lewandowski is currently being uh, courted by a lot of different clubs uh, all over Europe because they want his services because he's, in my opinion, one of the best strikers in Europe. But if he ends up leaving Bayern Munich, I think uh, they might look to Harry Kane to bring him in uh, 
to replace him, but it, I don't think he can really. I don't think he can really replace uh, Robert Lewandowski in a team like Bayern Munich. And continuing to talk about Lewandowski, he actually equaled uh, Jerd uh, Mueller's forty-nine year forty-nine uh, year old uh, goals in a season record with uh, forty goals uh, on the season, and which is huge for a player of his caliber. And, and he only needs one more goal to break the record, which would be uh, pretty cool to see happen. And the last soccer story of the day is uh, Barcelona are looking for a successor of Ronald Koeman uh, because he's sucked and the team has sucked in the last few league games they had in which they could have won the title. Because uh, La-, uh, La Liga was a very tight race before now because... Real and Atletico was in first, is still in first, uh, but they were losing a lot of games and tying a lot of games and dropping a lot of points. And Barca and Real were climbing up, climbing up, climbing up, and now it's essentially Real and Atletico Madrid because Barca has uh, has not played well. They really haven't. They the, the Ronald Koeman's tactics are god awful. On top of that, you have you know Martin Braithwaite. Missing yesterday against Celta Vigo. Um, Marilyn Pjanic, who is old and is not very good anymore. Um, Usman Dembele, who hasn't had a good season at Barcelona ever. And it's just all these guys. They, Barca's got to just start selling people and start and use your money to bring in some younger guys that can really help the team benefit like for example they signed Pedri who has become a fantastic central midfielder for them and ideally I think next year um Komen will not be there I think if they even though uh Xavi signed a contract extension with the uh club that he is currently with I think they're going to try to try to persuade him to come over and play and manage Barcelona but they've also reached out to Hansi Flick, who is going to be replaced by uh, Julian Nagelsmann from Rebel Leipzig. Uh, is replacing him with Bayern Munich. And if they can get Hansi Flick, I think that'll be a nice change of pace, considering we've all seen what he did for Bayern, Bayern Munich this last, uh, f- this last season. So if they can get him, great. If they can get Xavi, that's even better, because he knows the culture of Barcelona. But... We'll see exactly where uh, Laporta decides to go uh, in the terms of finding a successor to manage and if they decide to keep Ronald Coleman, which I don't think they will. He's given them enough evidence to deserve to be sacked. Um, then moving on, we have um, in 56 games for the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid had 33 goals, 72 assists, and 105 points. And for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, Austin Matthews had 41 goals, 25 assists, and 66 points in 52 games. And right now, I think these are the two names that everybody should keep their eye on through the playoffs and through the uh, Hart Trophy nominations because I think one of these two guys is going to go home with it this year because Connor McDavid, 105 points in 56 games is is awesome to see a player do that, especially in a shortened season like that. And 41 goals by Austin Matthews and 52 games is, is very impressive too. So I think these are the two guys that uh, everybody needs to keep an eye on for um, what 
like what uh, transpires in the playoffs and how well they do uh, for their teams and how well their teams do because uh, if they both make it out of the first round, uh, the Oilers and the Leafs, they will play each other in the second round. And, um, but yeah, I think they're uh, arguably two of the best players in the entire NHL right now, which is uh, very cool to see. Um, now moving to some baseball news too. Um, the number four overall prospect, Jared Kalinick from, from the, uh, Seattle Mariners is called up. Uh, this past weekend, and his first hit of his major league career is a two-run home run for the Mariners, and uh, you know, congratulations to him on that. It's a big accomplishment. It's a big accomplishment to a get called up and get your first hit, but it's even cooler to for your first to be a two-run home run. Aaron Hicks and Giancarlo Stanton have both landed on the uh, IL for the Yankees, and you know. Aaron Hicks has been very bad this season, so uh, I just think, though, that now with him being hurt, it would have been nice for the Yankees to have Mike Talkman to replace him because Mike Talkman was a lefty bat, got the job done on the left side of the plate, and on top of that, he was a very good defensive option. Now, I love Brett Gardner, but I don't think Gardner's got the, you know, Gardner isn't the same player he once was a few years ago, and I think that's the problem that they have right now, Gardner isn't re, uh, doesn't isn't get, doesn't have the best plate vision right now. He's not doing what he, he used to do and grinding out uh, at bats and getting these like you know good hits and things like that. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens further down the road with the Yankees. And right now, the nice thing too is. Um, I mean, you know, it's not nice. John Carlos Stanton was one of the better offensive pieces for the Yankees right now this season, but now the Yankees have a little bit more versatility in the DH spot where they can uh, put players who need a rest day but they can still hit there now, which is nice. Like uh, Gary Sanchez has been hitting there. Uh, Aaron Judge hit there a few times already. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be, it'll be good to see how do they decide to utilize that now, but it also sucks because you lose the offensive piece in Giancarlo Stan, which you don't want to you don't want to happen. Um, the other thing uh, that was very nice to see was Kobe Bryant was inducted into the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, a lot of you might not know, but I'm a, I'm a very big Kobe fan. He is my favorite basketball player to uh, ever exist, uh, essentially for me. Uh, growing up, I, I always enjoyed watching his games, and um, I'll read off his uh, statistics, but uh, you know, it was very tragic with what happened to him uh, and his daughter, And but it was, it was very nice to see his wife uh, introduce him uh, to the Hall of Fame, and that um, his daughter put on uh, his Hall of Fame jacket, which I thought was uh, very special, too. So, you know, he spent 20 years in the uh, NBA with one team, the Los Angeles Lakers. He has two numbers retired, 8 and 24. He has 33,643 points scored. He's a five-time NBA champion, a two-time NBA Finals MVP. Uh, He's got one uh, most valuable player. 
and he's got 18 NBA All-Star uh, All-Star games, four times. Uh, he's a four-time NBA All-Star game MVP, a 15-time All-NBA team, 12-time All-NBA defensive team, two-time NBA scoring champion, two-time Olympic champion, and an NBA slam dunk, uh, slam dunk contest winner. So, I mean, those kind of speak for themselves. He is a legend in the sport of basketball, and it was for me, it was very cool to see him finally get the uh, Hall of Fame nod, but I would have, you know, obviously I'm sure a lot of uh, other people too would have loved to hear what he had to say about it. So, sad, but, um, you know, he'll always be remembered as one of the, uh, A, one of the best Lakers and one of the best to play the sport of basketball. So, uh, going into the... Uh, NFL, um, Travis Etienne has been, uh, taking, uh, reps at wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they drafted him, uh, 25 overall and, um, he's a, he's a running back out of Clemson, but the, um, Jaguars had a running back last year by the name of James Robinson, who did very well for them. So it was kind of a head-scratching move by taking another running back, but I think they also took him because he played with Trevor Lawrence. Get him a guy that he knows. But, I mean, if they can get him to be a very good pass catcher at the back or even a wide receiver, I think that'll benefit them a lot because the Jaguars don't have a lot of receivers, but they have um, they need weapons for their star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. So, We'll see what the what they decide to do with Etienne at running back, or if they move into wide receiver. And going back to a different player switching positions, the Giants are going to be signing a f- former first rounder wide receiver who's now a tight end, Kelvin Benjamin. And I don't know, you can't at this point for the Giants, you can't have too many pass catchers on the team to help Daniel Jones out because if one goes down, you need somebody else. It'll help them out greatly. So I like the move, you know, I'm, uh, I think it was a, a minimum deal, so it's really not that bad. And I think that, I think he could help the, uh, the Giants in the long run. You know, if Evan Ingram is not producing very well, you stick him at tight end, you got, you know, pretty good, decent sized target for Dana Jones to throw to on top of Kyle Rudolph in that tight end, uh, group. And the final, th- final little tidbit that I forgot about, uh, for soccer is, Jamie Vardy is now the only player in history to play every single round of the FA Cup, all 14 rounds, which is very, very, very incredible for somebody because Jamie Vardy had worked his way up from the lowest division of English soccer all the way up to the top. And, you know, that's something that is just really, really cool to see for uh, somebody like that. And, you know, I think it it will really help him out. Um you know, it's really cool to see just exactly how that uh, happened for him. And um, now we'll go right into the NBA playoffs. So I think that there's uh, some playing games that we'll start off with in the uh, Eastern Conference, and that's Indiana versus Washington. And I think that Washington will win that game. And Boston versus Charlotte. I think Boston will end up winning that game as uh, that game. 
so then um I think yeah so then uh Boston will play Washington I think Boston will win that become the eighth seed and or the seventh seed and I think Think that Washington. I think that in Washington will become the uh, eighth seed and go up against Philadelphia, and uh, Boston will go up against Brooklyn. And then on the other side, I think the Grizzlies will beat the San Antonio Spurs in the playing tournament, and I think the Lakers will beat the Golden State Warriors in the other playing tournament. And I think that. Um, oh wait, hang on. I I got this wrong. Okay, so. The, um, so whoever wins the nine and 10 seed for the tournament will go in to another game and the loser of the Boston and Charlotte game will then play them for the eighth seed. And so, okay. So I still think Washington will beat, uh, Charlotte to go into the 10th seed. So then it'll be the Eastern Conference. It'll be Philly versus Washington, Atlanta versus um, New York, my, uh, Milwaukee versus Miami, and Brooklyn versus uh, Brooklyn versus Boston. And then on the other side, it'll be... Um, I think that Memphis can, can snag the eight. Actually, no, I think Golden State will snag the eight seed. So it'll be Utah versus Golden State, Denver versus Portland, uh, Clippers versus Dallas, and Phoenix versus the uh, Lakers. So that's what I think will happen with the playing games. And then once the final bracket is set for the NBA uh, playoffs, I will go into. Uh, I'll go into the uh, full my full review of who I think will end up winning the NBA championship. Now the final topic we got two more two more topics two more topics. Um, we'll go into the New York Giants roster or not roster the New York Giants uh, season schedule, and then we'll end the episode with the NHL playoff picture. So I think September twelfth the Giants open up against. Um, the Denver Broncos, I think they can beat them. So that's one win. Then they'll be away at Washington. I think they'll lose against Washington one time. So then they'll go on to Atlanta. I think they'll beat Atlanta September 26th to move to 2-1. and one. They'll play the Saints, who I think they could beat because, uh, you know, since the Saints don't have their quarterback situation is a little shaky in Ted, uh, not Ted Bridgewater, um, James Winston and drawing a blank on his name, uh, Taysom Hill. So I think they could beat the Saints to advance to three and one. I think they'll lose to the Cowboys away, so they'll advance to three and two. I think they'll lose to the Rams to go to three and three. I think they'll beat the Panthers to go to four and three. They'll lose to the Chiefs to go to four and four. Then they'll, I think they'll beat the Raiders at home to go to five and five. Then they have their bye week at week 10. 
I think they'll lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're they're very good to go to five and six. I think they'll beat the Eagles at home to go to six and six. I think they could beat the Dolphins to go to uh, six and seven. I think they'll beat the Chargers to go to uh, seven and seven. I think that they will beat the Cowboys to go to eight and seven. I think they'll beat the. I think they'll lose to the Eagles again because uh, I think they'll lose to the Eagles. Uh, away to go to eight and eight. They'll beat the Bears to go uh, nine and eight. And I think that they'll beat the. Uh, I think they'll beat Washington at home to go to ten and eight. So I think that they'll they'll finish uh, ten and eight this season because the they have a very good offense. Their defense is reworked too. I th- I hoping this is all just speculation at this point, but I'm hoping that they can do that. If not. It's a lost season, and they need to address a bunch of different uh, problems that they have at the end of the season and through the draft. So now the final piece of this episode is going over the Stanley Cup playoffs. So starting from the East, I think I think Pittsburgh will be end up beating the Islanders. To advance, and I think Boston will beat to advance. So then it'll be Pittsburgh versus Boston. I think that the Hurricanes can beat the Predators, and I think Tampa Bay will beat the Florida Panthers. Then I think Boston will beat the Penguins to go to the uh, semifinals, and I think that Tampa Bay will beat the Hurricanes to go to the uh, semifinals, and then I think Tampa Bay will beat Boston to go to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Then on the other side, I think the Maple Leafs will beat the Oilers, will beat the Canadians. And I think the Oilers will beat will beat the Winnipeg Jets, and then I think the Maple Leafs will beat the Oilers to go to the semifinals. And then I think the uh, Avalanche will beat the St. Louis Blues, and I think the Wild will end up actually beating the Vegas Golden Knights. Then I think the Avalanche will beat the um I think the Avalanche will beat the Wild to advance to play Toronto, and I think Toronto will beat the Avalanche to advance to the final against Tampa Bay, and I think that uh, I think Toronto will win the Cup this year. That's who I'm picking to win. I think that um, it'll be very cool to see Toronto versus Tampa Bay in the uh, final because Tampa Bay will definitely be a hard opponent to beat, but I think Toronto can do it. So we'll see what happens there. And that concludes uh, today's episode. So hope you all have a great night.